What's up, guys? We are, I feel like every time we open this daggone podcast, we're saying we are back because there's been a hiatus, but we're going to tell you exactly why there's been a hiatus. We're giving ourselves a report card today for our yearly report. (laughs) How are you feeling about your yearly report, Les? Ah, it's bad, Candace. It's really bad. Um, No, no, overall, we did good. It's just been an interesting year, and we'll talk about this. Um, Yeah, sorry, guys. I know we always say we're back and we're inconsistent. We're working on it, okay? It's a New Year's resolution. You're listening to the Bossy Bonitas podcast with Leslie Ambris and Candace Cruz. Join us as we navigate through the world and learn more about our roots. Each episode will share our experiences, professional tips and tricks, and introduce you to other Bossy Bonitas who are making waves in their industries. Buckle up, it's going to be a fun ride. It's almost 2019. When did that happen? What? I don't understand. I don't, where year, where did 2018 go? Just, stomped on top of me and like ran past me it's like super fast bye leslie it was like great you down i'm gonna keep running now oh look it's 2019 catch up bitch like <laughs> that's been that's been 2018 that's been 2018. pause for kid is crying dramatic laughter oh my god that is hilarious yeah, just full of analogies for all y'all today so we had a little powwow a couple days ago, and we were just like, essentially it was supposed to be a meeting, but it turned up into like a therapy session for both of us, as it always does. Listen. But what we kind of did is we like broke down our lives, and I was like, we should kind of break down all these elements. So we're going to cover all of our favorite things to talk about. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about, Les? Oh my goodness, we're talking about dating, we're talking about Candace dropping things in the middle of us recording, we're talking about work-life balance, friendships, entrepreneurship, what we did right, what we did wrong, and how we want to change that for the next year, so that it doesn't stomp on us and run past us. Hey, life didn't stomp on me, I mean, it gently kicked me in the butt a couple Uh, times, but Mm -hmm. didn't stomp me to the ground. Must be nice. nice. (laughs) It's so funny, though. I've got a split divide between most of my my friends that are like, 2018 was great. And then half people were like, goodbye, 2018. I want 2019. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in that. Was it really that bad? Um, Yeah, I don't. I feel like I had more friends that said that about 2017, though, that they really got kicked in the butt for 2017. Well, my life decided to wait a year and go for this last one. That's been, that's in the story. But Candice, let's, you start us off. Tell me about... What topic do we want to hit on first? Let's just get the juicy stuff out of the way. Okay. That's what people want to hear. What's the juicy stuff? Let's talk about dating. (laughs) Your favorite topic of the entire world. Is it my favorite topic? I mean, I, I feel like it is a topic that consumes a lot of our conversations. We're um, women in our mid to late 20s. It's We're mid. It's all the way, sister. Mid. <laughs> I'm calling mid until I'm 30. Okay. So let's she's not mid. even. She's mid. We're not even getting into late 20s. We're just mid and then hopping into the 30s. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> where, do I, <laughs> where do I start with dating? It's been a weird ride this year for me, for sure. Like, if I do a rundown, oh. I'm just reminiscing January till December. It's oh been a goodness. really crazy time. Like, 
I fell for a guy way too quickly at the end of last year and into January and did not know how to handle the ghosting culture at all. Um, which, lesson number one, ghosting is never really 100% ghosting. They always come back they around. They always come back to haunt you. Ah. Uh, she's got dad jokes, guys. I got it. Dad jokes for days. For days. Um, it's, and another guy came back. Um, we... I don't even know how deep I want to go into this. Like, I've gone through a, a lot of... This is going to sound so bad. I've gone through a lot of different men this year. <laughs> she just made her way through. I just made my way through the masses. No, I went through a lot of different... I don't know if relationships is the right term because I don't even think they ever got to the relationship element. But I dated a lot of different people and um, through that learned a lot about myself. Because inevitably, when you're in a relationship, you're having a direct mirror of who you are yeah. facing you, of how you are with specific people and what you're gravitating towards and what you're attracting. Um, and I'm starting to kind of delve into that a little bit more. I feel like dating is one of those things that you just need to ask me questions and I'll answer because I don't really know how to, to go, go into like storyline mm -hmm. without divulging too much about these guys that you know yeah I still ultimately care about I did not have any bad breakups mm -hmm. I did have one guy get engaged randomly six months after we like stopped hanging out so that was a rude awakening I don't care to say that one and call a spade a spade <laughs> here but other than that it wasn't ever anything that was like dramatic dire mm -hmm. it was just you know just whatever life boys being boys, Candace being Candace, <laughs> and the mix in between. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't, know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think, you, like you said, you got to like figure out what you liked and what you didn't like and you know, see yourself from different perspectives. But I, we talked about this a little bit um, mm. when we were brainstorming for this. But would you, going into 2019 then, mm -hmm. are you kind of like, I'm done with dating for a while, I'm taking a break? Or are you like, listen, like... No, 2019, like, Candace will find a man because she still don't need a man, but now she wants a man. I think that was 2018, and it didn't work. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I have been single for a long time now, and I am getting into the later end of the mid-20s. Oh, you're fine. She acts like she's saying she's 90. Oh, my God. No, it's not that. It's just... For me, because I have been single for so long, I've dated a, a lot of people, mm -hmm. never gotten to the point of actually being like in a relationship. And for me, that's something that I'm not necessarily like, if, listen, if it's, if the right guy, like my husband comes along, fantastic. Happy to have you. Welcome. Let's, you know, let's dive in. But I think I'm more in that phase of like, I want to be in a relationship that's longer than a month. Or longer than three months that actually, like, we commit and we're like, okay, we are only seeing each other. Because I want to learn who I am in a partnership mm -hmm. um, and learn what I like about myself, what I don't like about myself, what I like in guys that I don't like in guys. Things that are, like, non-negotiables that are negotiables. Because I've never been put in that situation that I've allowed myself to open up to be in a relationship like that. Nor have I ever had anyone... Uh, settle down long enough that they want to, you know, open themselves up enough. Mm -hmm. And I've also learned as well, I am an open book when it comes to relationships. 
that may be a positive, that may be a negative. For me, I see it as a positive. I'd much rather like, listen, I need to know where you're at. I don't want you to ghost me. Like, you like me, you like me, you don't, you don't. I'm not wasting my time if mm, you don't. Yes, no, I love so, that. So yeah. just tell me what it is. I'm. It's going to hurt my feelings to an extent because it's always hurting your feelings when someone says, I don't like you that way. <laughs> but that's like pulling off a Band-Aid and then you're fine. Let's move on. But one thing I have learned is I need to stop listening to a lot of different opinions. Yeah. I think for me, because I've been an open book, and I'm going to circle back to the whole point of me going on that tangent, is because I'm an open book, I share so much of myself, and especially with my girlfriends, and I adore my girlfriends. They are there for me through thick and thin, and they support me, and they can be like, mm, don't go for that one or go for that one. But I think I need to learn to trust myself a little bit more because now it's starting to get to a point where I'm hearing so many different opinions yeah. of what people think is best for me. And so I need to be like, I agree with that point, but I disagree with that point and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I need to stop people pleasing when it comes to being in a relationship with a person that at the end of the day, it's me and him, yeah. not everyone else involved. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing that I'm, I'm going to have to learn going into 2019 and check myself is like, if I like a person... I like a person. Of course, if multiple people are saying, maybe you need to, yeah. then obviously that's a different story. But I need to stop relying so much on people's opinions because sometimes I feel like it's swaying me too far in one way or another. Mm -hmm. So that's my goal for 2019. I do want to date someone and actually be in a committed relationship. Will it happen? Stay I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know. But... I'd hope for it. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at in life. But I know you're in a... I don't know. <laughs> Are you in a different place? Because here's the thing. Yeah. We, you had one idea uh -huh. when we were brainstorming. And then, I and then the next morning, later. literally 5 a.m., I checked my phone. She's like, actually, you changed my mind. answer. <laughs> so what's today? Three days later, oh, what answer do God. we have? I, I feel like I'm in the same place as you where okay. I'm... I don't know if I would say... I want to be in a committed relationship next year. I'm open to it. If it happens, it happens. Kind of like what you said. But I'm more open to just like dating. So it's not that I'm... Oh, how do I say this? Why do I always get so awkward when we talk about this topic? Um, <laughs> I'm like... Oh, well, we're not going into that much depth this time. Yeah. So that's good. No, but I... Yeah, we've tried to talk about this and then just like cut the episode. I'm like, yeah, we're like, no. We're like, oh, I revealed too much. Um... <laughs> But, no, I'm, yes, I would like to be in a relationship, but I think just the way that my career path is going, where, you know, I might have to, like, move to a different, like, city or do different things, or even with the job I have now, I barely have time to see my friends. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be a thing that will actually happen. But if I meet someone who's, like, super chill and, you know, a down to work with my insane schedule or down to, you know do if I do have to move somewhere like do long distance or move with me like hey I'm fine with that like bring them bring them on bring them out let's go but like 2018 bring them out bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> but like 2018 I it wasn't until we sat down to brainstorm that I was like wow I didn't date anyone this entire year and then I was like at first at first I was like well it's really sad but then I thought about it now I thought about it and I was like, okay, I was in grad school from January till May, which took up all of my time. 
And then from May to August, I was going through some shit moving back and forth. And we talked about that in another episode. So I didn't have time for that. And then now, August to now, in December, I'm in a crazy job that I that's great and I appreciate it and I love it. But it does take up all my time to where it's like, well, I haven't really had time to go on a date or even put myself out there or do anything. So... I think I'm going to be more intentional next year about actually, like, putting myself out there. And I also had a bad track record this year of crushing on men who are emotionally unavailable. (laughs) Sorry. The reason why I laugh is because I relate. It's been a consistent thing where I'm like, oh, he's cute. And it's like, oh, he just, you know, got out of a relationship or this or that or all these things. And I'm like... Okay, where are the where are the men who are emotionally available are great because I keep meeting the ones who, who are amazing and great guys, but just not like I'm not here to be your therapist. Like, I'm sorry. I've never had a guy like divulge enough to where I could be their therapist. I think I went through five or six different people through the year. Yeah, I mean these were just crushes. We never like actually went on dates or anything. We just like hung out as friends, but. Dating is a loose To me, hanging out and then dating, dating is more close to a relationship to me. Okay. Like, if we're talking, like, dating, I think I only dated, like, two, maybe three. Oh, then I didn't even get close. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then there you go. But yeah. I think what I really liked about what you said, though, is being more intentional mm-hmm. about putting yourself out there. Because here's my thing. I And I really liked what you said opening too is that I don't need a man at this point Mm -hmm. I want one and there's a very different like decision between the two and I think about being intentional is again like this year has taught me I think this has been a big stepping stone for me of learning what I want and what I don't want Mm -hmm. and again that goes into the next step of actually finding a relationship of like really knowing what I want and what I don't want but I've worked so much on myself that that I will always come first in regards to, like, my career. Mm -hmm. And I need to find someone that's, like, minded. Not that I'm going to, like, if he needs me, I'm going to put my career in front of him. Just that I mean, like, I came out here for me. And the relationship that I always need to work on constantly is my own relationship Mm -hmm. with myself, with God, with everything that's Mm -hmm. in my circle. And then because of working on that, then I can give more to him when Mm -hmm. I'm ready. So being able to be intentional about that and knowing all of those things, I think that's a big thing that I've learned in 2018 and had mm-hmm. a lesson. Because someone was like, you need to just work on yourself. And I was like, I don't know how much more I can work on myself. There's not much more to do. Yeah. I mean, there's always room to grow. But, like, I can't focus on myself much more. Because there's, <laughs> there's not many more hours in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, not to sound conceited or arrogant. It's meaning, like, I'd like to make some space no, for other I, people. That, that answer it's like a throwaway bullshit answer that people give you and they're like when you stop looking someone come along no because if you stop looking you're going to be giving off the vibe that you're not available and you're not looking exactly and then people are like oh you're like not you're you're not available vibes yeah and it's like well pick one do i just do i act like oh no i don't want to be in a relationship and then people are like oh i just want to be in a relationship okay i'm gonna stay away from her or are you like I want to be in a relationship. Everyone come to me, be around me. And then me. you're too needy. And then it's like, oh, she's needy and desperate. Exactly. And it's like, dude, everyone pick one. It's so frustrating. And I hate that advice. I hate it so much. Like, 
Oh, someone will just magically... No, they don't magically appear. No. They do not. You got to work for that. You have to go out there. You have to, if you want to hang out with someone, you got to text them, call them, message them. What happened to working for relationships? People are like, so like, oh, phone, great. Everything's available. I turned the corner and this, I fell down and this magical man just came up up and picked me up and we've been in love ever since. No, life is not a romantic comedy. I wish. I mean, we got the comedy part down. (laughs) (laughs) The romance in there? The romance. Oh, jeez. Oh, but relationship-wise, and that aside, the relationship with myself has mm-hmm. been, I, I think, going into that and going into the work air element of it, yeah. I'm fairly pleased-ish. Same. Same? As the kids say. Same. <laughs> Is that the kids? Girl, don't even play with the kids situation. Candace really doesn't like feeling old. That's the situation. No, here. I don't. Because I'm, I feel like I'm 16. Yeah. I mean, your career, like, yeah, you're you're old, whatever. Anyways, your career has, it's done well this year. I feel like I've been getting constant texts from you that are, why are you laughing? No, because just the way you let into that, no, that segue just, was hilarious. I, I know, whatever. I'm not good at transitions. What is it? Pete Davidson once in his, like, stand-up special was like, I'm not great at transitions. I'm the French Montana of comedy, and I'm going to use that. For this podcast. You're the French Montana and Pete um, Davidson of podcast? A podcast. <laughs> um, but basically, Candace, um, yes. you've texted me a lot about, oh my God, I got this job, or I got this, or I got that, and it's been good for you, right? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. What's going on? 2018 has been a really, really good year. I mm-hmm. think that it's like literally like the leverage, like you know when you climb all the way up to the top diving board, like the Olympic diving board? I'm going to use this analogy. Uh, I've been climbing for the last, like, five years. Yeah. I feel like I'm walking on the plank, but I haven't dove in yet. Mm-hmm. feel like I've been walking the plank for a while. So I'm at the top, but I'm not ready to, like, do all my somersaults mm-hmm. and everything like that and get my gold medal because I'm ready for my gold medal. I just haven't gotten to the end of the diving board. Does that all make sense? No, it makes perfect okay, sense. Okay, great. So I feel like there's been a lot of groundwork put in. Over the last four and a half, five years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to even take out my first year of L.A. completely. Let's take out one year because that year was literally just trying to survive. I was just trying to make money and find a place to live because mm-hmm. I was living on couches for a year. So for me, the first year was literally just like, Candace, can you survive? Can you eat? Can you find a place to live? So that first year was whatever. Then second year, I was like, oh, okay, we're getting somewhere. We're moving. All right. I like this. I'm going to stay here. Third year, then I actually, like, got a solid job. The last two years have been, like, I'm coming up on two years at After Buzz Mm -hmm. um, in April. And no. Okay, 2018, I hit my year mark Mm -hmm. of April. So, yeah, I'll be starting my second year of there in April. I haven't Mm -hmm. been there that long. And so from 2017 when I started at After Buzz... Until now, it has literally been like a fast-moving train just ahead of, I did a ton of shows all over time on After Buzz in, in 2017. We met in 2017. By August, we were like, let's start this Bossy Bonitas thing. It evolved by October. I did my first red carpet in October of 2017. And since then, it has literally just been like, going to throw everything at you which I am not complaining Uh I adore it I'm so happy and 
there's been a lot of speed bumps along the way with everything else, but I have to say, like, I, I'm welcoming this Christmas vacation because I haven't had a moment to just, like, stop mm -hmm. um, and kind of, like, recoup and look at everything that I've done yeah. because... I did my, the first red carpet in October, I did, we were working on Basi Bonitas, we were working on all of that. I came back after Christmas break last year, and I was doing a lot of different auditions. Then, I did the audition for the NBC hosting workshop in March-ish, and had my first, like, full hosting reel in March, and... Did the NBC hosting workshop in April, and since then it's literally been like I did the voice work carpets for season fourteen. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up doing amazing things from the NBC showcase, meeting incredible people, uh, working on a lot of endeavors. Started working for another red carpet company, doing red carpets with them. Um, I just got brought on for another um, digital company and a different digital company that are like a lot of things I can't talk about right now, but. Super exciting things that are on the horizon. I got a voiceover agent. I got a theatrical and commercial different agent. Um, did like a ton of different after shows. So I got to go to the Emmys as a guest and um, just go watch. Like mm -hmm. that was a, an incredible experience and like a wake up call of realizing like this is what. Like I felt this weird sense of peace wow. when I went to the the NBC building for the workshop, um, which was an incredible experience. I got to go to New York and go see Rockefeller Center as well. But it's just been, like, you know when you go and you find your, your college and you're like, this is where I need to go? Like, yeah. you just have this weird, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I had those weird moments this year, and I don't know when all of this is going to come to fruition. It could come in January. It could come by the end of next year. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just grateful that I'm having these feelings of security of like, this is, like you're doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing and I'm on the right trajectory and that I feel comfortable and I don't feel intimidated. I feel like this is stuff that I've been waiting for my entire life. And now it's finally like, I'm kind of watching the movie of my life that I have been imagining in my head actually uh -huh. in front of me. Yeah. So it's just really cool. And I'm excited to see more of this stuff come and happen. So career wise, I'm excited. <laughs> Things are happening. Um, of course, I get impatient. Oh, we all. And I, I always want mm -hmm. to. I always want more to happen. Been doing a lot of voiceover auditions, which is awesome. So we will see what 2019 has to come. I'm I'm ready to be working more consistently in the realm of hosting and acting outside of my regular day to day job. Love my regular day to day job. Pay the bills. Um, it's afforded me a lot of opportunities, which have been very c'est la vie this year of like synchronicity of both of them intertwining together. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very grateful that like this is where I've been put, um, but I'm ready to do more on the other end of the needle. Yeah. You've gone through quite a journey with work. <laughs> I want to sit my tea ah, for a second. Let me, where do I begin? Um, how much are you going to divulge and how much are we... Like, what else happened? You've had well, quite a journey with it's work. It's been, yeah, I mean, I graduated from grad school in May, as we all know. Yay! She got Yay. her master's degree, guys. Got a she master's. is a master's And now graduate. I'm, oh, wow, yeah, I should be careful what I say. Um, and now, 
Oh, I don't um, know what just went through that head because I actually don't know what you're trying to be okay. careful about I'll saying. I'll tell you after. Um, <laughs> it's basically, so in May, I went to Spain um, to go do some international That was recording. this year? That was this year, yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? I was there for about half a month. Um, and then I came back home and it was time to move to New York. And you've all heard that story in the two episodes ago. So go back and listen to it because I'm not going into detail. Had a really cool job there, amazing job. Had to come back, also reference past two episodes to get those deets. Um, and then came back and was just applying to jobs everywhere. And finally um, got this really cool job working for a digital media company. And I mean, it's like pushed me in so many ways, career-wise, where yeah, I did have to put like hosting stuff to the side and I haven't really been able to do a lot of on-camera stuff, but I've been able, I now can say that I directed and produced my own web series that's on a topic that's really close to my heart where I'm talking about um, mental health and using spoken word poetry to, to talk about that. Go check it out. Um, it's on BSA's YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's at B-E-S-E is the company. Um, action. Um, so yeah, the company's really great and, you know, I've, like I said, I've gotten to direct and produce my own web series, which is something I never thought I'd be able to do and was always something that was in the back of my mind that I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to do this one day. Um, but, so yeah, that happened and, you know, I'm really thankful for the opportunity and it's just, it's funny how it happened because I had originally gone to this job interview to go as a host for like a series that they were going to do and it just ended up happening that this that plan was kind of axed um and I ended up joining as an associate producer and then just like a few weeks later they were like hey so we need you to um pitch a few show ideas because we need someone to create a show for this slot on this day and I was like oh, wait what me are you sure are you asking the right person? Are you, are you positive? And I've learned a lot and I've made a ton of mistakes because film is not the thing that I double got two degrees in. Um, double got two degrees double in? Double got two degrees. I promise I went to school. Um, <laughs> film is not what I went to school for. And so it's been a challenge just learning the lingo and really transferring journalism into film, which has been a challenge. But, you know, it's like... Like I said, this year has been something else where I feel like it's been a constant, like, what is the, like, tug and pull back and forth of just like... Push and pull, push tug and, and pull, pull, yeah. Thank you. Push and pull. Wow, I suck at words today. Um, <laughs> it's just been a constant, like, growing, growing, growing. And at first, I guess, well, I need to stop saying transitioning. Let me start over. This year has been uh, full of a lot of growing moments, and I feel like... I was frustrated at that, at the, like, towards, maybe, like, a month ago, I was really frustrated about it, where I was like, oh, my gosh, can I just, like, catch a break? Like, I'm tired of making mistakes. I'm tired of growing. I'm tired of all this. Like, I just want, like, not, like, easy breezy, but I just want to be able to, like, breathe like a normal person and be able to, like, take a step back and really figure out what's going on because I feel like I'm just on this like train that's derailed and going like a hundred miles per hour down some cliff and I'm like oh shit I'm gonna die but I can't stop the train but oh no um so 
my analogies are really dramatic. You know um, what I got out of that? Yeah. Easy breezy, and I was thinking beautiful cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Um, no, I'm just teasing. No, but it was just, I mean, on top of, like, this job, like, really pushing me as an as a creative, I would say. Um, just life. So many things happened. Back to back to back. I mean, you guys heard the last... I'm going to keep referencing that last episode because we talked about some shit that was going on in my life. Yeah, I thought it was over. It's <laughs> still then, going? And then it just got... And then oh, other yes. things happened that just went through some traumatic events. One one traumatic event um, that I can't talk about. But just like a lot of different things and... I was like, oh, my God, like, can I please, like, breathe, catch a break? I just want to, like, be able to sleep. I just want to be able to, like, take a step back. But, you know, when I really look at it, which is why I'm glad we're doing this episode, and look at the year in review, it's like, oh, yeah, it sucked. I'm not going to lie. It sucked in so many different ways, but I'm a much better person because of it. And there's a lot of things I've learned, a lot of things I've learned about myself that have come to the surface in my friendships, in my work ethic, like literally all of the above where I'm like, oh, like these are things I never knew I needed to change about myself. I was kind of, okay, well, having an epiphany while talking, I was kind of living in a way where I was like, oh, like I'm fine, like I'm good, like I've reached this point of maturity where I can like plateau for a little bit and then god was just like that's cute that's, that's cute. real cute it's gonna happen 2018 you're gonna learn a lot girl um where not saying that god did this but um it's just life happens and good comes out of it um but so yeah i mean looking back at it i've now kind of started i dropped the plateau was was good and then i like dropped straight down and now I'm just working on building building back up and getting back to, you know, okay, what are the things that I like about myself? What are the things that I don't like about myself? Because I feel like, I don't know if this happened to you when you turned 25, but I feel like it's the year when you're like, <clears throat> is this the person that I am now, is this the person that I want to continue to be for the next few years? And like, it's a real like pause in life. Just to like reevaluate your values and your morals and different things about who you are as a person and your personality and all of the above. And thankfully, I'm going to therapy to help me out with that. Um, but even my therapist was like, I think we just need to focus after the first session when I came in like a lunatic. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing to my life. Um, she was like, <laughs> she's great. Shout out to her. Um, I never thought a white woman would understand me so well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, then she took it all away. Well, whatever. Um, but <laughs> she literally paused and was like, Leslie, I think we just need to focus on like reintroducing yourself to you and like really getting to know yourself again. So that's what yes, I'm working on now and trying to implement that in all aspects of my life, you know, dating, work life balance, friendships, career. Um, I feel like I'm good with career. Now you got a balance. Like, yeah. Now you're teeter tottering way too heavy on one side. Yeah, I figured out what I what I want to do with my life, and I'm pretty set, and I'm in that place where you were talking about, where you feel like you're at peace. Like I've finally figured out what that peace is in my life, and when my best self comes out, and so, you know, 
updates will come soon and you know things will flourish in the next year I don't doubt that but it's been cool in an uncool way to really like meet myself all over again in a different light and I think the biggest thing going off of that is being okay with who you meet Mm -hmm. that's that's hard are you okay with who you meet and I Mm -hmm. will tell you some days I'm like yes I like you and then there are other days where I'm like who are you (laughs) where in the hell did you come from Uh and what are you doing Mm -hmm. I mean to answer your question about the 25 I feel like 25 is just the beginning my dear oh fun the reason why I say that and if, if any of you all feel the opposite way feel free to chime in for me that was the beginning of the awakening because that's your 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 early midlife crisis. That's your quarter yeah. life crisis. Yeah. Where and it, that that is real. Oh, that is so real. real. I thought people were being dramatic. No, 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 no. It's I'm, real. Yeah. Because listen, your entire life. Let's break it down here. Eighteen years you are with your parents. You get up every day. You go to school. You have your friends. You do your thing. You have plenty of time to just like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, go to college. Figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life at 18. I don't think you really even associate with what you want to do with your entire, the rest of your entire life until you hit 25. Yeah. Because 18 to 22, 23, you're in college. Mm-hmm. You're, for the first time, independent, quote unquote. Yeah. You still have teachers that, let's be real, some of them baby you, mm-hmm. some of them don't. This is your first introduction to a boss or you get your first job and you... You quit that job or you get fired from that job or you don't make enough money at that job or you have to study so you have to leave it and like leave it for temporary amounts of time. Then you graduate. Then you go on to grad school. Or they're like, let me go home and like hang out with my parents for a little bit or a gap year. Everyone mm-hmm. has the, the first year out of college is like the messiest, craziest, oh like my God, let yeah. me just like get my sea legs. That's 23, right? 24, you're like, okay, I got my tricycle going. <laughs> We're moving. We got this. Oh, I have bills to pay. Oh, shit. All right. I think I got this. I'm figuring it out. Then 25 hits and they're like, all right, you're not young enough anymore to say you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You had your 23 and 24 year old year to figure out what's happening. We helped you. 25, go jump. Go. Do with what you will. Mm -hmm. Now you got to know what you want to do with the rest of your life because now 25 to 30 is when you actually have to work for what you want, yeah. get financially stable, find a relationship, find your friendships, because those friendships that you had when you were a teenager and that you had in college are, it's so funny because I have some friends that are like, oh my gosh, my college friends are my best friends in the world. Yeah. I love my college friends. I love my sorority girls. I will love them forever and ever. Amen. But the person I am now is not the person that they knew in college. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that person anymore. And so... I've had to evolve my friendships and relationships as I've evolved and met who I am. So 25 was when I had the mirror. And 25 was the year that everything I knew was stripped away. Yep, like, exactly I lost family year. members. I lost friendships. I had to move. I lost jobs. Like, I, I changed jobs. Like, everything that I knew of what Candace was was completely reconformed at 25. 26, I was like, okay... I've got everything stripped away. What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Let's start building this. I've been wasting, quote unquote, enough time. 
Time, I could do a whole podcast about time <laughs> and the constraints that people put on us to make us feel like we should have something accomplished by yeah. a certain age. It's stupid. Don't it's dumb. It. Mm-hmm. No one has a timeline or a time frame for your life. No one can dictate where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. in certain amounts of time. 27 was like all this last year. I just turned 28 yeah. a couple of months ago. So like 27 was like the year where I'm like, yes. Things are happening. 26 worked. 25, mm-hmm. everything had to be taken away from me. 26 was like, let's get this going. I know what I want. I'm going to find those relationships of those friends that are going to like build me up. Mm-hmm. 27 was a year of cultivating those relationships. And now at 28, I'm like, I know what I want. I know I'm not there yet. Let's be realistic. Let's be an adult yeah. and figure out what plans and steps I need to take to get to where I want to be. Because I figured out what I want and what I want to do mm-hmm. and who I want to be with. And I think that, that goes into work-life balance and friendships very easily. Yeah. Because for me, friendships are not, as an adult, and I, let's be real, I don't think I'll ever be a real adult no, in life. I'm just it, not a real it adult. It doesn't happen for anyone. It doesn't it's happen for anyone. Yeah. It's a lie. I don't think I'll ever like really become an adult. But... I do realize that now at an older age, those friendships take work. They take cultivating. Mm-hmm. They take checking your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I want this out of a friendship. Why are they not giving it to me? Yeah. And I've had to check that a lot this year and realize that like, I know who I want to be as a friend. That is the only thing in the common denominator that I can control. Yeah. I cannot control how you feel you need to be a friend. I just need to figure out if your definition of a friend fits in with mine. Mm-hmm. And be okay with like sometimes plans are going to change. They're not always going to be readily available. We're yeah. all out here hustling. Yeah. and But figuring out what relationships you're like, okay, great. This doesn't work. Let's change it to this day. Like you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I've learned so much about my friendships and my sisterhoods that I've cultivated and even like the brothers that I have that I've created here, um, I think have led me up to finding that relationship of that partner because that person that I want to date should be my partner. Yeah. So finding that work-life balance of like I clock in early in the morning, the figurative clocking in. <laughs> I don't really finish my day until super late at night. Like after my clock out of my one job, I have another job or I have another red carpet. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my friendships are texting, talking on the phone when I'm driving to the next thing. Can we meet late at night for drinks? Or that one day that I have the day off, can we meet in the morning for brunch? Can we, Mm -hmm. you have to just figure that out. And I think that that's where the work-life balance comes into play. My thing that I need to work on is finding the self-care out of that work-life balance. Because I've given so much of those relationships in my work that I've been kind of put to the side burner. Mm, My only work that I've been putting on myself is the time that I'm driving and I'm like thinking in my head of like everything else. It's not really been like going to the gym as much as I wanted to this year. I really wanted to get in shape this year. (laughs) I mean, I'm Uh healthy-ish, but a a lot of it has just been survival, not actually like... Let's do face masks. Let's take care of ourselves. Let's take our vitamins. Let's eat mm-hmm. properly. So I think that's something in my work-life balance that I need to find. It's a hard one to get. It's a really yeah, hard that's one. something I'm definitely not doing a good job of right now. So. But you've come to a conclusion, though, with mm-hmm. the friendships that we talked about a little bit. of yeah. Like, with 
when your, your therapist told you, you need to get back to introducing yourself. I think a lot of that is like self, but it's a lot of like your relationships because we can't do life alone Mm-mm. at all. No, it's, I've tried it. It sucks. It's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. I'm really good at isolating myself whenever I go through shit. And so that this year has been the challenge of like actually opening up to my friends and um, one thing that I did, that I did learn that I haven't mentioned yet is that I recently, some friends called me out on some shit and I was like, it was news to me. They were like, Hey Leslie, you've been doing this and this and we, oh, I'll just say it, I don't care. They said, you know, you've been really flaky on us. You have not been there for us. You cancel things that to us are important. And the reason, I mean, my reasoning for canceling those was for, like just personal like I had a really bad anxiety or I didn't like manage my time well with work and so I had to work on a project and had to be like hey sorry my intentions were to be there tonight but I can't um and so they they called me out on it and at first I was a little offended and was like well you don't understand my like work like what I'm doing right now and takes up all my time or when I was because I went essentially went from grad school to a job that's pretty hectic and so I was like, you don't, you don't get it. Um, but then I like, again, took a step back, really looked at it, like looked at the whole drawing board and was like, oh, I've been expecting my friends to meet all of my needs and to be there for me. And I know I get offended when people cancel plans, not last minute. I don't care if people are like, oh, I can't make it to brunch or I can't make it to coffee or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. But, like, if it's, like, big events, like, birthdays and stuff, I know I'm, like, mm, okay, you're not going to go there. Cool, we're not friends. Just being dramatic. I was, like, wow, I'm expecting my friends to meet all this, and I'm not even meeting them halfway. Like, I'm I'm not even, like, making the effort. And so it was very – I realized how one-sided it was. And now I'm trying to be a lot better at it. Like, one of my friends told me, like, Leslie, like, your, let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. And I was like, okay. So now when somebody asks you, like, hey, can you, something as simple as, like, hey, can we go grab coffee next week? I'm like, I don't want to tell you yes yet. Let's, let's leave it as a maybe. And then I'll check back in with you once I know for sure what my schedule is. Because before, I would just be like, yeah, totally. And then realize later that it doesn't work in my schedule and be like, hey, never mind. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Let's reschedule. And so I'm trying to be a lot more intentional of doing that in a way so that it doesn't something I didn't even realize that it doesn't devalue other people or make it feel like I'm not being like sensitive to their time the things that they need to do so that was a big thing for me um of just learning to be a better friend and yeah I can't be complaining that people aren't being a good friend if I'm also not being a good friend you know well I think overall we kind of have to give ourselves a little bit of slack because it has been a crazy year. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that we are overarchingly looking at it and reflecting and taking it for what it is and being okay with it is the step in the right direction to make those changes. Because otherwise, we could say, yeah, it was cool. It was a good year. It's fine. Or, yeah, it was a shitty year. Like, mm-hmm. we could sit here and be doing that. But the fact that we are being very intentional. Yeah. I think that's the word of the, the episode. Um, intentional about what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we want, mm-hmm. I think allows us to be, become the people that we want to be. Yeah. And continue working towards that. Um, but that being said, as a duo, we have been discussing a lot 
on what we want to work on and what we want to forge ahead and be intentional about the blueprint. So as a regular yearly review in any business, <laughs> we looked back at our performance throughout mm-hmm. the year, which we'll give ourselves a grade at the end of the episode. But we talked about what our goals, our objectives are, where we want to go and what we see ourselves as an entity as an entrepreneurship and as a company um, and what we want for that. We've briefly discussed it before. We've given you very elusive hints, but I think by giving us a direct line to you guys and telling you exactly what we plan, it keeps us accountable for what we're trying to do because we can only, I mean, this started out as just a place for us to vent, but I think it's given a lot of leverage and leeway for a lot of other people to come out Mm -hmm. and talk to us or like just hear that other people are going through it if we're any type of inspiration or whatever it may be then we've done our job and I think we see ourselves in a bigger picture long run of doing something with this and aspiring to other companies that we've looked at so we've gone through that we figured out a couple things that we want to do so what's the first thing on the checklist Les? Oh my gosh what can I say? Say it all. Say it all. Well, We're keeping it accountable. Okay, okay. It's not like, I mean, okay, you know. Okay, it's not a secret. Uh, well, get ready because coming soon to a laptop near you, um, we're launching an online magazine. Yeah, A zine! A little zine where you'll have, um, you know, some exclusive content from us, whether it's vlogs, whether it's interviews, features, um, fashion, basically everything that makes up Candace and I, everything we love, everything we like, everything we in, we endorse and care about um, will be in this zine. And because we're both so alike, but also very, very different, um, we know that it's going to just meet, um, well, I lost my train of thought. We know that a lot of people will be able to relate to it in the same way because it's so diverse as the word we all like to use. It's a great way. Diverse in multiple facets. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally to that, we are trying to bring on, uh, more guests. Those we can't divulge because that's contingent on yeah. their time and We've their tried. commitment. We've tried. We have been trying, but as you guys know, it's been a crazy last few months. And then when we finally got... Everything like we're ready, it's the holidays. Mm. And you can't really expect everyone that's doing their own end of year review and yeah. finishing up the quarters to kind of come out. So we are gearing up for that in the new year. We're very excited about it. There's been a lot of powerful conversations with a lot of incredible women. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are talking about having men later on, but I think right now we're very focused on like women specifically, uh, Latino women. And then as we go along, we're going to try and keep up with diversity Mm -hmm. and diversify because ultimately this is a podcast that's not just supposed to be like singular yeah we're the bossy bonitas but not everyone has to be a bossy bonita they can be in a they just don't exactly in a latinx uh, way of things yeah. yes and so from that we want to do the magazine and she also mentioned vlogs so because our schedules are so crazy <laughs> I think a lot of the hardship that we've run into is trying to do everything together as a duo, which is an amazing thing. We are so powerful together, but we're also very powerful individually. And I think for us, the thing that's going to work out the best is creating content individually and being able to fuse them together. And then obviously when we're together, creating it. But as much as you guys like to think that we're together all the time, we are not. (laughs) Uh, We talk every day Mm -hmm. in some way. 
but we're not together as much as we can be. So that being said, I think being able to serve you all the best, it's going to be singular as Basi Bonita and Basi Bonita into Basi Bonitas. Oh, look at her. <laughs> There's hand motions with that as well. I'll show There's you. There's always hand motions with Candace. Yes, there always. is. <laughs> and then last but not least, what's the other thing? We have another thing? Well, we've been talking about it for a while, but oh, I actually merch. found merch and I found a company that actually we're going to be checking out. I have a couple of really cool friends. I have, I have a lot of cool friends. Yes. I love my friends. I have some badass friends. Yeah, you do. I just like applauding them. I'm just like, I'm the biggest cheerleader. I'm like, <laughs> yay! It's fun when your friends, like when their dreams are coming true. It's amazing. It's so exciting. Yeah. I have a friend that's getting ready to be on a new MTV show. Actually, I have another friend. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have to plug her because I love her so yeah. much. So Cami Crawford is a badass in every sense of the world. word. She's amazing. So crazy our story. Long story short, we both, she was Miss Teen USA. I was Miss Teen United States the exact same time. Mm -hmm. So in 2010, and we didn't have Instagram at this time or Twitter. So I found her on Facebook and I messaged her on Facebook. 2010, mind you. Uh -huh. So I've kept in contact with her very like loosely throughout our year. Yeah. Then I follow her on social media. That's pretty much our extent. Come to April, and she walks in the door. I was like, that's Cammie. I never thought that we'd be in the same room together. Oh, wow. So I go up to her. I was like, you probably don't know me or remember me. She's like, oh, my God, I totally know who you are. Uh -huh. You messaged me, and she remembered. And since then, we've become the greatest of friends and such a huge support system. That being said, um, we've been each other's cheerleaders. She's incredible in the social media world and a social influencer. Mm -hmm. She just got a... Catfish is losing one of their main hosts. Oh, shoot. And so shoot. now they are interviewing and doing trial hosts for like six people. Uh -huh. She's one of the trial hosts and is doing incredible things. So she's on an MTV show, so yeah. go watch Catfish. And then another one of my friends is going to be on a new reality show on MTV. And she's got merch Damn, coming out. MTV's coming back. They're coming back with a vengeance. Uh -huh. And she is going to be on X on the Beach. What's that? Look it up. Okay. Hilarious. Uh -huh. I'm super excited to watch it. Um, she kind of went MIA all of a sudden, and I was like, why aren't you responding? Because she was shooting. She couldn't talk to yeah. anybody. And so she won Big Brother a couple seasons ago. Uh, okay. And then went on to do X on the Beach. But she has a blog with her sister called Sister Sauce. Oh, cute. And they're uh -huh. doing merch. So I messaged her. I was like, where are you getting your merch from? So we're. I'm hoping so that merch, we can like all that to say. Merch do all is that. coming your Merch way. is coming. I did two plugs. Coming out of merch. You did, but it's But great. it's fine. It's, fine. it's great stuff. You because gotta, we're bossy bonitas. We got to support the girl bosses. So Candace, we've told the people all the intimate details of our lives. Okay, so what's our grade on each of our topics? What do we do? Dating. What's your grade? F. <laughs> <laughs> what's your hopeful grade for next year? At least a B. No, okay. Um, yeah, that's solid. That's realistic. That's yeah, solid. a B. A B. My grade would be a B minus or a C. Okay. I pushed myself out there. I didn't get to where I wanted to be, but um, I learned a lot about myself. So there I'd say go. a solid B minus. That's a good one. That's a good, a good one. one. I'd like to get to a B plus or an A. Mm. Solid A. Solid A. I'm not going to give myself an A plus because that's going to be like. We're rooting for the A. We're rooting for the A. I'm rooting for the A. Yeah. So I'm rooting for the A. How about work? Oh, work. Just work. Life. Just work. I would say an A. Good yeah. job. It's been High an five. A. Yes. Yes. I give myself an A as well. Yeah. I'm working for that A plus next year. <laughs> Same. Amen. Uh, I need my gold star employers. Work life balance. Work life though. balance. Um, mm, I'll be nice to myself. A C. 
I'll give myself a B minus on that one as well. I worked really hard on my friendships. Mm -hmm. I worked really hard on trying to balance. I think when it comes to self-care, I'll give myself a C. Mm. <clears throat> maybe C minus? Mm, yeah, maybe yep. C all around. Got all right. To do. Friendships. Uh, friendships we covered. Ish. What's Ish. your friendships? I'd say an A. Good job. Yeah, I really figured out who, who my writer does. Um, yeah, uh -huh. same. I give myself an, a solid, solid A. Yes. And then entrepreneurship. Oh, I'm going to say a B. Yeah. 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 I like it. I give myself a B as well. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of research went into this year for mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. And then for Basi Bonitas. Oh, I would say we, we could have done better this year. I'd, I'd give, give us a, a C minus. C, D. I'm not going to D. No, okay. I don't put myself C, in the D level. C minus. C minus C for Basi Bonitas. We could have been a little more intentional, but that's what 2019 is for. Um, and you guys and our goal is A. We're going to get an A+. Plus. A++. Plus plus. Yes. I like the A++. Plus plus. We're giving each other a high fives here. A++. Plus plus. Okay, average. All the, well, we should have written these down so we could average them out. Um, Tag on it. We'll put it in the description below. We'll listen back and we'll put the full, our full grade. grades <laughs> at the bottom. Do you have an averaging tool? Did There's they probably have one online. Gotta Teachers be. use it. I haven't been in school in so long. I'm coming, up, you, I'm coming up on okay, my 10-year reunion of high a, school. Just as a year. That's crazy. Just I as know. a year. Overall, what would you give yourself? Without remembering all the other A's, B's, C's. B. B? Solid B. Hmm. Solid B. Actually, you know what? If we're doing comparison between 2017 2018, B+. Yeah. On the verge go. of the A. I'm a, I'm a C-. minus. Just, I'm working, I'm... Bringing the train back up. Do you remember that went down? We're bringing climbing. it back up the hill again. So I think that A and work really helped bring my average up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it helped me. I think so. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, oh, listen, geez. I re just said the 10-year reunion. That was a wake-up call. I had a message on Facebook the other day. Ooh. They were like, so when are we having this 10-year reunion? Who's supposed to plan it? Oh, yeah, Candace was student body president. She's supposed to plan it, oh. but I think she's in L.A. I was like, hey, guys. Thanks for chiming me in. I am in LA. More than happy to help in any way that I can. Ah, Let me know. Shoot. It's in June. That's going to be fun. I, we'll, we'll get to hear that story. But thank you yes. guys for tuning in. Thank you for still listening, even though we weren't incons we were inconsistent. Um, and yeah, keep us accountable. If you don't hear back from us in like the next month, or like, hey, two weeks. Where's that? Give us two weeks. Where's that magazine at? Where's that merch at? Like, yes. tweet at us. DM us. And I think we'll do a vlog that will go yeah. into more divulging of the zine because I think that that's something that we definitely want to kind of hash out and make amazing for you guys because mm -hmm. I think that that's going to be an I mean, incredible Yeah, let us know what you even want to see in it. Like what kind of content would you guys want? And what do you want to hear? Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're going to bring a lot more interviews. I think this is going to be like the helm for a lot of cool interviews coming up. So mm -hmm. happy new year. We love you. And... We'll see you in 2019. See you soon. Bye, Bye. Guys. Thanks for listening to Bossy Bonitas. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bossy Bonitas for the latest news. Subscribe, rate, and comment on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Plus, read the description below for links and more information about the podcast you just heard. Don't forget to tell your friends, and we'll see you next time.